Hey. Side Talks. That's it's a what podcast. this is. It's a podcast. It's a podcast about movies. Oh, okay. So that's what I'm doing here. Um, yes. All right. So let's let's talk about movies. But first, what's your name? I'm Rachel Morgan. I'm the creative director for the Sidewalk Film Festival and Cinema. Okay, cool. I'm Corey Kraft. I'm just a silly bitch who knows a lot about movies. Wow. Okay, well, we're <laughs> off. So now it's time for a segment of the podcast called Phone a Friend, where we do just that. Phone a friend. Hello? McBrobro? It's Rachel and Corey. Hey, what's up? Hey. Hi. You know, we're giving you that call that like, we do. We miss having you here, though. That Just that one time that you were here. Gonna... So fun. It was really fun to be there. I wish I could come every week. It's really, it was fun to be in the studio. Well, you and know, I'm sure I sounded a lot clearer than I do sitting in my bathroom floor. You did, you did. Once, once COVID clears the way, maybe they'll have you know daily helicopter rides or something here, and you can drop them. <laughs> daily helicopter rides. <laughs> yeah, it'll be just like the, the Smoky Mountains. I don't know. You never know what's going to happen once the pandemic clears. You never know. Yeah, you could just ride like know. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang here and just have a magical journey to back to Boutwell Studios. I, that that makes as much sense to me as the helicopter well, thing. I don't I mean, know where that came it from. It all makes as much sense as they're starting a train that's going to go down the Gulf Coast. So, I mean, uh, I actually like that approve of that, but uh it it seems a little, you know, little out there. Yeah. Anyway, um but maybe I'm wrong. More importantly than all the uh travel that we're talking about, all the public transpo and magical, private transpo, magical car. um is what have you been watching? <laughs> Um, okay, so I never seen, um, wait, what's it called? I want to, I keep wanting to call it Best Little Whorehouse, and I, no, it's Little Shop of Horrors. Ooh. Oh, That's okay. It. I have never seen that, and, um, oh my gosh, Rick Moranis is so cute. <laughs> that is the first time that's ever been said. No, I don't think it is. <laughs> I don't think it is. He's got, he's, he's got like a, he's got his fan you know, club. Like innocent. Yeah, well, so in the that's the whole thing because in the in the movie, um, the gal, the you know the lady, she is with Steve Martin and who has fully a black head of hair, like it's not a gray hair in sight. Yeah, so it's very unusual to see him of uh, that way. But he's the the guy, and he's you know while he's funny and very cool with his motorcycle, he's also like a wife beater and he's bad news. So you know, I think that's the point. You got to go for the innocent looking, small, sweet guy, not the scary motorcycle dentist well but rick moranis does feed human bodies to a giant plant. oh right that's true <laughs> that's <laughs> a small character defect I mean, yeah, but, true he didn't go into it planning to do that though those are accidental yeah we, like, can forgive him. we can forgive him for you that what? we can forgive him yeah. for that yeah and so yeah so i uh i really liked it it was really cute it was very dark like i knew it would be dark because it's you know about an plant that eats people but i did not realize it was you know yeah like wife beating dark but um but you know they overcome that and um i also found out there was a um which you probably you guys know all you know all the things about all the movies but that there was an alternate ending yeah oh i didn't know a that super actually, dark, but Corey did yeah. super dark alternate ending where yeah, Audrey Two wins. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, spoiler alert, it's a thirty five year old movie, so I guess I can go ahead and kind of say what happened here. But <laughs> um but yeah, in the in theatrical release apparently they, you know, kill the plant or whatever. But 
in the uh, director's cut, they do not kill the plant, and it kills everybody, and then it grows, and it, like, takes over cities, and it's this crazy... They use all these miniatures, apparently, to, you know, make cities and have plants destroy it and everything. And um, I read that they used $5 million of their budget for that those scenes that they then had to cut. Wow. Not Isn't a waste of money at all. <laughs> and apparently... Uh, too, it was the most expensive movie Warner Brothers had made at the time, like even more expensive than Aliens. Wow. So, yeah, to just throw all that money away. But, um, but yeah, apparently they like reviewed or they had the audience, you know, review people. And I think got a 13% rating because everybody was bummed, I guess, that the world got taken over by killer plants. So they changed it. I mean, that tracks. Oh, audience ratings are like yeah. something bad happened at the end. I didn't like it. Yeah, I liked it until the end, and I was made sad. <laughs> so, no, so, you get rated um, poorly. Ugh. It is one of those situations, though, where, where both endings are good in different ways. Um, you might as well go with the crowd-pleasing one just to make that budget back. Yeah, I guess so. But, um, but the, still, $5 the, million dollars flushed down the toilet. You know. The alternate ending is really cool, though, and there is a director's cut edition uh, released on Blu-ray some years back that restores it. Yeah. Yeah, and they said that, that too, there sometimes are screenings of the director's cut, and apparently those that go, go over very well these days. But I guess, you know, 85, people weren't so interested in that. But now the times have changed, Lisa. The times have changed. So <laughs> did you like the film? Yeah, I liked it. You know, it was more, I'm not a big musical person. Um, you know, I dabble in the musicals, but it's not my go-to genre. Um, and I, I guess I didn't really think that it was, I didn't know that it was a musical. And, but it is one, it's fun, you know, it's like lots of, well, they're very dark, the songs and the themes. And then, of course, it's, um, you know, real, like, 60s, run it, throwback kind of vibe. So, right. it's fun, you know, so, so it was definitely one of those musicals that I, I'm like, I can hang with this. This isn't too musical you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't want to. Didn't get you too much. Musical fans, but you know what I mean. Uh, I mean, you can offend them. They're not. They're not listening. Uh, <laughs> they, they might be. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm the one person on the planet that liked La La Land. So there's that. I never did see that one. Oh, Corey likes it. Too. Corey likes it too. Corey likes it's it too. Good. You know, I have a, a well, very. I'm sorry, Lisa. What'd you say? Oh no, you go. Well, I have a a very small and and not terribly interesting um, Rick Moranis story, which tracks. Uh, no, not a, nothing. Nothing celebrity meeting level. Uh, Corey was okay. kind of excited oh. for a minute. Don't get excited. Um, it is. It is just a video store rental uh, story, which is that I was at a. It you know sort of a mom and poppy kind of um, cool vibe uh, video rental store back when we had those in Boston when I lived in Boston. And there was a film, and this story would be so much better if I remember the name of what the film was. But there was a film I was looking for, couldn't find. Had to go up to the counter and ask, you know, like, hey, where, where is this film? And they were like, oh, yeah, that's in the Mar Rick Moranis section. <laughs> what? And so it was a, they had, you know, it was a video store that had you know, your average, like, action, whatever, all the, you know, comedy, romance, but they had a Rick Moranis section. And that's where, you know, the film I was looking for was. So. That's badass. Oh, my God. Yeah. I love it. Appreciate I was, it. Aw. And that's when I decided well, I yeah, wanted to I'm become a programmer. <laughs> I did also, so seeing this reminded me that um, he got punched in the face, you know, at the end of last year. Yeah. Yes, that is true. He so did. I did, I was, I was kind of looking into that and um, just to see if what the latest was. And, um, you know, most of the things I could find were just news stories saying, you know, this happened or, oh, this guy's been arrested or whatever. So I was like, I need a little more detail on this. So I, I went to Reddit 
um, which I don't really go there very often. But I was like, Benny Reddit knows. They know there's a lot of people on Reddit, right? And um, so I did find this kind of small thread about the incident. And apparently the guy, well, this was also in some of the news articles, but apparently the guy, it was his seventh assault charge that year. Like, he's just like a serial face puncher. Wow. Um, like, it, not like he was punching Rick Moranis. He was just, like, randomly punching people off and on whenever and happened to get Mer- Rick Moranis. Whoa. Um, Whoa. apparently... <laughs> Yeah. What are the and odds? Has, like, what are the fucking odds? Yeah, apparently he's, yeah, he, like, just punches people. And, like, after that, the next incident was he, like, punched a liquor store employee. So that's his thing. Mm. And somebody apparently said that he had schizophrenia and some mental issues, which, you know, I think that makes sense. Um, that seems likely. But, um, but yeah, so one of the comments, though, so, you know, the guy, the puncher, he happens to be African-American. And Rick Moranis happens to be a white guy. Right. And so one of the comments was, I hope the snowflakes and SJW see what awaits them in the future. And I was like, whoa, okay, Reddit. Like, instantly, it was like, I was like, what? Because, you know, historically, when I go to Reddit, Tony sends me fun Reddits. Like, he sent me one literally yesterday that's called TVs That Are Too High. And it's just pictures of TVs that are too high. And I hated it, but I was, like, enjoying it, enjoying hating it, you know what I mean? So that's the kind of Reddit I want. And, like, but this kind of Reddit was, like, the other kind of Reddit. And I was like, oh, God. So I immediately quit researching Rick Moranis getting punched in the face on Reddit. Oh, I think that was a good call. Uh, if you are a if you are a serial face puncher, it's kind of it's kind of a blessing that you might eventually land on Rick Moranis because you know I mean <laughs> the odds are low and and the payoff is high. A blessing for who? <laughs> for the for the but face he got, puncher. He got he got international exposure to That's his face punching crimes. I mean, if you're a serial face puncher, you kind of want to be caught. Don't you want to keep a low profile so you can continue punching mm, faces? That's a good question. Let's start yeah, a podcast six, about that. The six previous punches, you know, nobody even knew about those until he punched Rick Moranis. Yeah. So, was, <laughs> yeah. Just just his <laughs> bad luck that he punched a beloved celebrity. One man's bad luck, mm-hmm. another man's. another man's rick moranis well lisa thank you for bringing us that and the also the reddit comment which boy you sure have ability to stumble upon some you know some pretty offensive stuff just must be the internet comments on this thread it was not like a a big thread and i was like what immediately (laughs) so i'm gonna stick to tvs that are too high oh another one that i really like is chairs and pools you should look at that one I'm definitely going to look at that one. (laughs) All right. Well, we'll talk to you later, Ross. Bye. Okay. Bye. It's that time where we pick a city. Well, where I pick a city. And then you tell me from whatever city I pick here. All right. Um, So we've got four choices there. You've written four cities on, on four pieces of paper. One of them is a whammy. That's right. Well, we're getting to a point, that's kind of where I was going with this, we're getting to a point where there might be more than one whammy oh, in here, Lord. because, you know, the big cities we've been kind of making our way through. That's true. Um, at least from my direct recollection. So, I'm shuffling, I'm shuffling them. When I open it up, you're going to get potentially a whammy, a potentially an easy kind of choice, and All you're right. going to tell me the first film that comes to mind. Do you want to contribute to the to the selection here, or do you want me just to grab Dealer's it? choice, dealer's choice. You got it. I'm going to go with this one that's kind of triangular. Okay. Oh, shit. I'm so sorry. Oh, boy. St. Louis. 
Uh, meet me in St. Louis. Okay, well, that is kind of cheating, but all right. <laughs> How is that cheating? <laughs> Can I, you think of anything else? Uh, I mean, that is a, that is a, that's, you know, it's right there in the title. Um, isn't, uh, isn't it in National Lampoon's Vacation where they're driving through St. Louis? He points at the arch and is like, look, kids, arch, and they just keep driving or whatever. That's true. Okay. Yeah. So look, that's two. That's, that's two. two. And that's that was two. even kind of a whammy. Well, we'll come back next time, and if there's some big film we're not thinking of that takes place in St. Louis. What's bigger than Meet Me in, in St. Louis? Aren't they in St. Louis and Meet Me in St. Louis? You know, it's just, I don't like that movie. Ooh, Kathleen is going to fucking hunt you down. What cause... if Kathleen and I do a five-minute fight? That would be really fun. Uh, what happens when an unstoppable <laughs> force meets an immovable object? <laughs> oh, to be determined. And now, fast film terms. Fast film terms. It's time for some new. fast film terms. Okay. Um, here's one for you. Okay. Do you know what M-O-W is or what it stands for even? <laughs> Not even a little bit. Um, it stands for make own way. Make own way. And so it's something you'd probably see on the schedule, call sheet, so on and so forth. Right. Nobody will be sended, sent to transport you That's to right. set. It's you an, have you know, to an, get to set. Totally. An actor, a crew member, um, you have to transport yourself to set as opposed to um, being picked up by transpo or... Even having transport provided to you where you go meet them. So, gotcha, M-O-W. gotcha. And then I've got another one for you. What's that? Unit base or base camp? Well, okay. So just judging by context clues yeah. here, this is uh, like a like a production uh, central yeah. location, some sort of – not necessarily a central office, but like a central hub uh, for production. I don't know what That's what a good else? that's a really good guess. I mean, and it's very close. It's it's where makeup, costume and cast trailers are located. Ah, uh, okay, that makes sense. As well as crew parking and catering are generally there as well. And it's generally speaking the first place you're going to go when yeah. you get to set. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, that's what unit base or more commonly called base camp is. Gotcha. And those are fast film terms. Woo! Well, thank you so much for listening to this Side Talks podcast. We are your own personal cinematic Prince Charles and Prince Andrew. Hey, I, I understand that reference because I'm watching The Crown now. I'm a crown guy. Oh, boy. Who, which one do you want to be? I would rather be Prince Charles. I bet you would. <laughs> I bet you would. You know what? I'll take Prince Andrew just for the sake of how much fun he probably had in the 80s. Good. Lord. Oh, All yikes. right. Um, sidewalkfest.com. And uh, at Sidewalk Film on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks to Boutwell Studios for producing this show. We really appreciate it. And we appreciate Splash 96, too. And our we, music. We certainly appreciate our music. And we appreciate you, dear listener. Thanks for listening. Bye. Boutwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words, our expertise.